Hi. Welcome to Living Large and Hard. Hope you're doing well. Thanks for listening. Uh, this is Tales from the Hood. This is part two. I didn't know there was going to be even a part one. But I started telling a, a little tale. It was the only tale I was intending on telling about the hood. And what happened was, while I was recounting that tale, uh, I remembered a bunch of other shit, too. So I, in my inimitable style, rambled on about that stuff and realized I had a bunch more other stuff from Living in the Hood that um, I'd like to tell you about. So this is in downtown Allentown. This is what I called Hood Light, L-I-T-E. This isn't like anywhere, um, like, you know, a real a real neighborhood in Philly or New York where there's where there's crime and problems. This is just a, you know, a medium-sized city where things happen to happen. And I happen to be there. Happily happen to be there. So, in episode one, part one, whatever you want to fucking call it, I told about the uh, pizza car that was stolen and lit on fire right across the street. So if you missed that one, you might want to pop back and catch that. So I have I, loosely based these episodes, of which there shall be four. Um, this one's going to be about fires and shit blowing up, things like that, or things blowing up and there being fire involved. So next up in this cavalcade of destruction, I was in the back of the mini mansion, my home, and I... I felt these three very, very hard thumps. And I thought someone was beating on my door. And uh, I went and looked at the side door. Nobody there, front door, nobody there. So it wasn't that. Went, and there's that damn chair squeaking again. Um, so then I went back to my business. And then I heard glass breaking. Which I assumed was tied to the thumping, because if you thump glass, it breaks. But no, what it was, what the, that sound was tied to was windows exploding out because the house across and to the left was on fire. And at this point, it was only in the first floor. It was two floors in the attic. It was in a row of three. This was the right-hand edge of that row of three. Then there was a break, which was the microscopic, typical... Um, East Coast downtown backyard of the house next door. And there was a balcony up there. And that's where Walt lived. I liked Walt. And um, and then across the street were my neighbors abutting my backyard. So anyway, flames are uh, pretty spectacular, even at the first floor level. And you can tell they're getting to the second floor. And, um, I mean, you can smell stuff burning i'm guessing it was carpeting but in my mind i'm thinking man the way that thing's burning that's what uh, they call in the arson game accelerant 
because this, this thing was just going off. And then it's up in the second floor. And then those windows go out, um, explode out. And uh, then there's this big jet of flame shooting about halfway to two-thirds across that small backyard over towards Walt's balcony, um, his second-floor balcony up there. And coming out of the front and the alley, which is um, two cards, two cards, that's a very small alley. Two cars wide. And it's shooting across there towards the house that abuts my backyard. At this point, I'm going to get the hose. Now, I know that's probably not going to do any good. But better than nothing. Because in my mind, it was going to leap to the neighbor's house from the neighbor's house, which is also a row three. All that shit gets going. Then, you know, here it comes for the mini mansion. Um, then there's sirens and the fire department comes and, um, they just stood in my backyard and, and watched them fight the fire. Uh, when they opened the front door to go in, the flames came uh, like, like a dragon's tongue, like up, out and up, curling up the front of the, of the brick. And uh, the, the firemen ducked down. I believe there were three on the hose. And fuck it, went in. I was impressed, man. It, it, uh, it was solid flames in there. It was pretty fucking wild. Uh, eventually they got it out. The whole thing was demolished. Family was not there. Uh, it didn't take that long. It didn't, it just seemed like minutes. And then the fire department showed up quick, so it didn't take long, but the whole thing was was uh, ruined, you know, plus the water damage. Nothing got into the house that abutted it, which is miraculous, because usually in the in the row home fires, it'll jump through the attics because they're they're made of brick, but then you don't you don't have a fire break in the attic; it just goes up, jumps from one attic to the next, and that's how they go. Which brings me to another one. There was a uh, night that I woke up and looking out from at the top of my curtains that I had in my bedroom, I could see all these shimmering lights. And what it looked like was something was on fire. And I thought, how in the fuck did I miss sirens? You know, or, or the noise that I, of a fire. Um, how did I miss that? That's what I was like. I was attuned to is sirens and, and noises and things like that. And then I had to wake up to watch the show and pull the curtain back. And it was not fire. What it was, uh, was fire trucks, lots of fire trucks. And apparently they rolled in with no sirens because there's way too many of them. And a, there was a school across the street and across in that uh, next to that park Jesus ever heard of decaf Mike yes but why would I bother um, next to that parking lot was this weird house it was um, really just a garage with a studio apartment over it I don't know if it's a studio bed one whatever anyway that thing was obviously what was burning or had burned it was already out by the time I woke up and um, lots of cop cars too so, turns out, 
that the guy that was in there was distraught about his lady friend who lived there um, telling him to go fuck himself or something. So what happened was he, well, he went and fucked himself. He lit the place on fire, gassed it up, lit it on fire, and shot himself in the head. Uh, personally, I'm the kind of guy I would have shot myself in the head and saved everybody a lot of trouble. I probably would even, you know, been in the tub to keep the mess to a minimum, put a carpet over my head, some shit like that. Anyway, there was that one. Not something that happens in most neighborhoods where someone um, tortures their domicile, blows their fucking brains out. Then another time, uh, in a, in a short-lived relationship that I had, right after I got sober, I met a woman, single mother, who I thought really had her shit together. Um, I should have been tipped off. And we were talking, is when I was bartending. And people tend to, to open up to me for some reason. Maybe because they know I'm not going to judge, at least to their face. And I'm real open about, you know, stuff that I've done. So anyway, she said she used to be a stripper. And she used to smoke crack. And I had just quit drinking. Like, within, a, within weeks, probably. So my brain was still wired for party boy, party boy time. And, you know, my brain was still like 99.9% addict, elky. Uh, and that part of my brain said, she's going to be a riot. And that poor 0.1% that was uh, the way that, you know, 100% of my brain is now went, may want to think about it. No, no, no. No thinking involved. Anyway, I ended up with this person. And uh, like I said, short-lived. Turns out they enjoyed uh, not only alcohol, but alcohol and opioids together. Pills. And had a uh, still a fiendish love of cocaine, just couldn't get any in cocaine products. But neither here nor there. So we would have discussions and we were having a discussion up in the side porch at the mini mansion and there was this hellacious deep kaboom and then the pressure wave hit the house and that house was made of brick it wasn't made of sticks and it wasn't made of straw i was the you know i was the smart pig i bought a house made of brick but it still it gave it a good womp where it moved it and um, discussion stopped and I knew exactly what that sound was and I will tell you in the the final part of this little episode here but um and I went and looked out the window in the direction that the sound and the pressure wave came from and and there I could see half a dozen gigantic, it was like a uh, Roman candle that was shooting lit Volkswagens. It was like poof, 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 out over what I thought at that point from the direction was the giant cemetery down the alley from my house. Turns out 
there was a gas leak. And uh, two of the houses just blew the fuck up. And the others burnt the fuck up. By morning, nothing was left. By the time I got over there to take a look, because she went first, and I watched her kid who was sleeping, slept through the whole thing. So she went first, then uh, I went over and checked it out and found a way to sneak up close. And I thought, oh, uh, they had the ladder there. Not the ladder, the big snorkel truck. The I don't know, if Byron Bob's listening, you can tell you people what it is in the comment section. Um, that's pumping tons and tons and tons of water. On one of the row homes, there's two helicopters from the Philadelphia TV stations 50 miles away that are circling overhead. And I thought, oh, good, they've got this under control. Now, I get up in the morning and turn on the computer, flip on the news. There's nothing left. And like I said, what I thought was them salvaging all six buildings was them saving, trying to save the four that were left after the two blew the fuck up and were gone. Now, how did I know that was an explosion of a very large nature? Um, this did not happen in the hood, but it did happen in Allentown. I lived on the 11th floor of an apartment complex. And I had my bar set up, and the TV was on the bar, and there was a bank of windows, and then that was to my right. And then behind me was the door to the balcony, so directly behind me. And I was just sitting there watching TV. And then there's, a, you know, that big and it echoed because it's in a valley, Lehigh Valley. And then, then the pressure wave hit. And the door to the balcony almost popped open and all the windows shook. And I could feel it go through my chest, even though I was inside. So what that was was a building called Concept Sciences and they had some kind of huge, huge mungus, momentous explosion. And uh, I went out and looked. I don't know what I don't know what happened. I just threw a bunch of VHS tapes away, but I had it on VHS tape that there was this huge. This is this happened at night. Let me say that there was this huge dark cloud that was billowing up, but it, it was sparkling at night, and I had videotape of that. At one point, I said there was a uh, Family Dollar downtown that caught on fire, and since I was up high, I had some really good footage and I contacted the local news station if they wanted to, to use my footage and they said oh no thanks we got it and I watched the news and I was like fuck you mine's better um, I forgot about that one too Jeez. and then there was a sand island fire which is a furniture warehouse and I thought it was just around the corner and then I went chasing it and it was around another corner another corner another corner and it turned out it was five miles away but the flames were so high that I could see it from my balcony so anyway, Concept Sciences, um, I believe it's UPS that's up there, yeah, or FedEx, either way, it doesn't matter. Uh, they couldn't roll their trucks the next day because all the batteries in the trucks bounced and shorted out so the truck wouldn't roll. So that's it. This is uh, part two, Tales from the Hood and Beyond. And... Man, I don't know. There's this rumbling noise. It's probably going to come through. I don't know what the fuck that is. Maybe something's going to blow up. In which case, this would be... Well, then there's nobody to uh, actually put this on SoundCloud. Anyway, thanks for listening. Always appreciated.
Appreciate the feedback. Connie Whitebread, Bob this. Um, if you want to drop a comment, SoundCloud, you can do that if you listen there. Otherwise, you can go to Micromax Marvin on Facebook. I put a link up there. You can comment in the link. You can comment on Messenger. I don't care. Just get a hold of me. Direct message me on Instagram, Living Large and Hard. Shit for brains at gmail.com. X I T F E R brains. And now, as you can hear in the background, beyond that rumbling, what the fuck? Um, live from the skybox, this is high above Route 309 in Allentown, Pennsylvania. And let's check out some of that traffic. Maybe we'll hear something interesting out there. Bye. <laughs>